Welcome to the Elevate podcast, brought to you by the Registered Master Builders. Each week we explore the ideas and practices that help us get the best from our businesses, our teams and ourselves. I'm your host, Ryan Castle. We talk to experts, advocates and business owners in the construction industry to share their knowledge, insights and experiences to help you build a better business and enjoy a better life. Now let the business building begin. Today on the Elevate podcast, I am joined again for uh, Chief Chat with David Kelly, the Chief Executive of the Registered Master Builders. David, welcome along. G'day, Ryan. How are you? Look, doing doing well. Uh, I think all considered, we're all dealing with a few different things and look excited to have a conversation today. I think there's some maybe macro and things going on in the environment that we should definitely talk okay. about, uh, but also there's some really exciting things that master builders are discovering through some of their research programs and mm. what members can actually access to help during this time. Mm. So um, let's maybe start off with your understanding. Let's have a, you know, Omicron where, you know, hopefully maybe through the through the peak, but it's been definitely an influential uh, impact to the country across the board, but certainly our construction sector. Give us your insights on what you've been observing when you've been talking to our members and, and mm. the other people that you connect with. Well, look, I think um, there are some difficult things going on right now. We'll, we'll come to that. But in terms of Omicron, uh, my sense is that builders are feeling more optimistic that we're getting through that part, that, um, uh, you know, the stand downs, the um, shutdowns that we've had are a thing of the past. And the government's made it pretty clear they they don't want to go back there and they can't really politically. So I'm feeling a lot more optimistic about that. At least that's one thing not to worry about so much. Um, I mean, it has impacted people, though, you know, and it's always niggling at the back of the mind. And that as much as as getting uh, um, COVID is what um, people are worried about and are worried about their families. But that's starting to dissipate. You know, we're, we're able to do some things that we haven't. So, for instance, at an event level, uh, next month, uh, end of May, we've got um, the Commercial Project Awards in Christchurch, which is fantastic that we can hold them face-to-face. And that's always a really good event. Uh, House of the Year, we've pushed that back a bit to give us a bit of time, but we've got good entry levels, despite the fact that people are really busy, really happy with the with the entry levels and i know all of the um, regional events people are really looking forward to getting back together um, because it is an industry that's um, built on connections and relationships and trust and having those events having the face-to-face similarly um, you know i'm looking forward to getting around the country more than i have the last two years and my team as well uh, really hitting the road now um, looking to get out and catch up with members so, you know, feeling optimistic on that stuff for sure. Right. David, I managed to attend a music festival on the weekend for the first time in a couple of years. And it was such a joy to be back around people in big numbers, um, have yeah. some of those great connections. So I would certainly encourage the members, uh, if you yep. have used to attend events, get back there, you'll rediscover the joy of connecting with people in, yeah, in person. Absolutely. All this technology has been amazing. It's allowed us to keep doing business in, in lots of different ways, but can't beat a uh, face-to-face and a That's handshake right. and a cold beer every now and then. That's right. Was it the Wiggles? It wasn't actually the Wiggles, uh, David. I was at uh, <laughs> an event called Symphony in New Plymouth, uh, which is a collaboration between George FM, a bit of a dance uh, music station, and the Symphony Orchestra. So oh, they have the orchestra playing, uh, um, kind of backing to the a whole lot of dance music, which was a, a huge amount of fun. Absolutely loved oh, it. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, it's good. 
Alrighty, as we as we look forward, you know, what are some of the things you're seeing in um, that are maybe opening up? Things that we might see some positivity come through that'll help the construction sector. Look, first, I, I probably need to talk about um, some of the difficult things before sure, we, sure. we jump into that. Um, you know, obviously, product supply is still a problem. Uh, and the latest inflation figures talked about 6.9% inflation, but in construction, uh, inflation to build a new home was 18% over the last year. So um, turning that around, uh, um, I think we'll see that slowing down. We're still going to have reasonably high inflation for a while, but it will start to slow down. Uh, The Reserve Bank's made it really clear they're going to get on top of that. Um, and so they're taking those moves. We're actually ahead of many countries around the world in that respect, uh, where the central banks are too slow to raise those interest rates. So that stuff is is still going to be difficult, but starting to get on top of. Um, I think uh, there's a there's a really good recognition around the country of the need to look after each other, um, and because it is difficult, and we can't pretend that everything's uh, sweetness and light. But I get the sense that at a branch level or through our regional networks, that people are really looking after each other a lot better than they were, and we need to. So there's some positive stuff there. I know that when we've got significant price rises, uh, there's always the question that comes back from the member community about how do I protect myself? Should I be doing fixed price, all these kind of things? Um, We'd really like to encourage the members to take a look at the Elevate Learning Platform. We've done a couple of webinars with the Hazelton Law Team, um, very much around how contractually you can set your... um, contracts up with your clients to make sure that you don't get burned through through price yeah. rises. So really great resource for the members to take a look at there. Yeah, and we we look at that and, you know, we talk to people, but we also look at uh, that through the guarantees, which are a critical part of people's business. Um, and we, we look just to make sure that um, in terms of the contracts that people still keep those clauses that allow them to um, to claim uh, price increases where appropriate and where they've got the evidence. So we're, we're quite encouraged that people are doing that. And I think for people generally to understand, you're not alone in this, um, but builders generally have, have recognised the need to protect their business uh, and to, to be able to charge fair margins. Um, you know, you can't talk about what those margins are, that's inappropriate, um, but other people are in the same situation. And, and I think customers now understand, they understand it's difficult. Yes, they'd like a fixed price, um, but they and the banks understand that this is the world we're living in now. Um, with significant inflation, you need to look after yourselves. So yes, the, the Elevate podcast, and we'll come back to that, is still a fantastic resource and um, can't say often enough how important it is that people use that resource because most other industry associations don't have anything like that, which is free. So David, when we talk about some of these challenges that our members are facing, you know, supply issues, shortage of labour in some some instances, um, guidance on how we can best handle that and we look realise that uh, you don't have a magic wand, unfortunately you can't um, produce another 2 million sheets of jib tomorrow. Um, yep. But, you know, we've, we're uh, you're advocating at that level, you're staying uh, involved, but also at a, at a member level, what can our members be doing in terms of connecting with their clients? Oh, I think it's the same communication. Uh, so um, one of the things is establishing that relationship right at the front with your clients. Um, this is this is how it will work. Uh, this is um, how we can communicate. Let's set up a, you know, a whatever period, you know, whether it's two weeks or one month or whatever, let's make sure we catch up um, 
periodically. Um, talk about the pricing at the front. Don't be afraid to have that conversation. Uh, and we've said this before, otherwise it doesn't get easier, it just gets harder. Uh, the planning uh, is the difficult part. Um, one of the things that we've been promoting um, even more to MB, in fact, I was on a Radio New Zealand interview recently talking about the building consenting and inspection process, which is, um, it's a problem all throughout the country and has been for a long time. We're starting to get a bit of traction, particularly around the use of uh, remote inspections using, say, Artisan, the brand's tool. Uh, what we've advocated to MB, and, and I think they're starting to listen to this, is they should be directing councils as to how they use that. Some councils are doing a good job. Some councils aren't using it at all. And so I, we firmly believe that it needs to be strong leadership from MB. Um, give out that direction, work with brands, um, work out the optimum way to use it. That can cut down so many delays in the inspection process. So the builders don't, or sorry, the inspectors don't have to go to site because they've also had issues with COVID and staff shortages, but they may well be able to work from home because most of them have got the technology. So that's an area that we'll keep pushing. And I think at a local level, um, through the branch network, individual builders can say to, to your uh, local authority, why aren't you using it? It's there for that reason. Um, we're keen to use it. We understand um, that it's a well-developed tool, um, but it, it means that the councils have also got to invest in their staff. So there's some things like that we can actually do. Uh, it's simply a matter of will. And... David, I understand Master Builders has recently done some research with um, in the client base. So not, we're not talking about the members here, but actually people that have uh, construction done for them. What's yep. been some of the key findings that have come out of that research? Yeah, so this is part of our brand research. Uh, it's the second time we've done it. We did it three years ago. Um, what it shows is several things. One is the Master Build brand is extremely well known by consumers, people who are having work done. Um, secondly, uh, Master Builders is rated very highly around areas such as quality of building, around uh, trust. The guarantee is an important part of, of that, um, that whole uh, group of things. Uh, and one interesting um, and I think really important result, because uh, the survey was done independently, no one knew who was doing it. Uh, this, the people doing the surveys knew who had used a master builder and who hadn't. When they reported how satisfied they were with their um, building work, those who used a master builder came up higher in terms of their satisfaction with the quality and communication. So, you know, that's, that's a really strong result um, and it was a completely independent. So what it reinforces is that people are looking for master builders if they can. They do recognise the quality. Um, and I think for our members, it's really important to know that um, we still are delivering really good quality across the board. The final bit, though, which I think is actually a healthy thing, is that our members also said they're always watching to make sure that other master builders are delivering quality. They still see that everyone has to, to keep up our standards at a high level. Um, which is fantastic that, that that's um, what they're looking for. And remind uh, people, Ryan, that, you know, we, we have a, a careful process for people to become members. Um, we turn down about half of the applications we get every year. 
Um, so we're going to keep up that standard that we're not going to let people in just to grow our membership. And David, I've been fortunate enough to be involved with some of that onboarding process of new members now, making that yep. more robust, giving yep. them more uh, insight and being able to uh, reach a lot of the tools that Master Builders has uh, now. So I think there's uh, a much deeper awareness now and the new members coming through about just what they can leverage inside Master Builders, but also the standards that are expected of them to be members of Master Builders and have that uh, have that yeah. logo on the side of the ute. Yeah, we um, and that's, a, that's an interesting um, sort of segue into some other work that we've done just recently, which is some more in-depth um, uh, interviews with some of our members to understand what they want from master builders, uh, the things that they think are valuable, the things that we could get better at. Uh, so a couple of things there um, very strongly came through that our members are really proud to be part of master builders. So they see us as leaders in the industry and one person who's interviewed said they see master builders as the heartbeat of the construction industry. Um, and they're very proud uh, to be part of that sort of family, if you like. Second thing uh, was that they see the local network as really important. So um, just as we talked about a minute ago, relationships and connections and face-to-face is important. And, and you can't do all of that by Zoom, as you were saying. Um, so people see that local network uh, is very important and are looking to get back to um, those local events so that people can get together. Um, they are looking for support at the local level, and, and we're fortunate that we have a very strong branch network. So one of the things that is emphasised to us, um, as I said earlier, is to get around the country, to catch up with people, and potentially look at the sort of resource and how we communicate what's available. So while I think we have fantastic um, services and tools like Elevate, uh, we need to make it simpler. So we've got a bit more thinking because some people are just challenged in terms of how they use technology. Um, so we are going to do some more work on that and, and we'll keep rolling that out over a period of time. So it's really helpful that people are so generous with their time, often after work for up to an hour interview to tell us really, you know, the good, the bad and the stuff that um, that would make a difference to them as builders. And we know that those insights are genuinely taken on board by master builders. Again, yep. we're fortunate enough to be involved in some of the work to help bring some of those suggestions to life. Um, yep. So there's always a concern when you do a survey as like, oh, does that actually anything really happen? Um, I can hand on heart say that uh, master builders takes that really seriously and actually takes a lot of that insight and puts it into action. So it's good to uh, good to see. Well, it's really helpful, you know, for me and my team to present it to the board and say, look, this is what people are saying, because otherwise you're dealing with anecdotal evidence and I heard this and someone else heard something else. So this is something you say, well, this is real. And this helps us say, look, where do we need to put more resource or switch from one area to another? And I think in this time of challenge, if you've got clients that are uh, feeling uneasy, being able to actually remind them that you are a master builder and the master builder stands behind its members and it has things like the master build guarantee, um, it has processes to deal with disputes if those those kind of things arise. I think those are really powerful things to be able to lean on in the master builder brand when you're dealing with your clients and communicating with them as well. Yeah, and the guarantees is an increasingly important service that we provide and we've seen uh, very significant increases in guarantees partly because uh, the market's gone up but also because the banks as our members know 
uh, are requiring a guarantee in, in many, many cases. Uh, and in, in many cases, if you can't get a guarantee, then they won't lend. So, so it is a valuable tool. Um, we've been around for 27 years. We've got over 60,000 guarantees that are still live in the market because they're 10-year guarantees. So that's still covering a, a, a lot of people. It's still giving them that peace of mind. Um, and, and we've worked really hard to make sure that it's, it's the best guarantee in the market, and we're really confident that it is. And again, that's reflected both by our members and their customers uh, that it's recognised as such. Brilliant. And David, as we, it feels like the conversation for us today has been, hey, look, there's still some things in market that are beyond our control or immediate control. Uh, master builders are still advocating with, uh, if we could call them lawmakers, you know, governments and councils to try and make, you know, processes at that end um, easier, uh, staying in contact with the key uh, supply chains and seeing how we can influence and work with. Uh, and it was, you know, evidential in one of the webinars we had with Plasterboard, um, just understanding that uh, there are elements of what's going on that actually as members we can help. So a small mm. example, don't go and place your same order for the uh, Plasterboard that you need at five different suppliers, hoping that one of them will come through because yeah. it just distorts the picture of demand on the on yeah. the way through. So, um, you know, Master Builders continues to work with all of those influential organisations. Um, there are some things happening in the in the market. You talked about rising costs. You know, we've seen inflation speak right across the across the board, and certainly some change in some lending uh, rates, which will have a uh, influence. On the other side, we're starting to see things like borders open up. Uh, we would hope that that would increase the supply of labour in the coming coming months, uh, which might help ease some of some of that aspect. Um, other than those things that we've kind of talked about, David, any closing words you'd like to share with the members? Oh, look, I think um, the inflation is probably the number one thing that we just need to acknowledge right now. And for um, most, if not just about all of our members, we won't have been through this level of inflation in our working lives. Uh, in fact, we had Cameron Bagri, the economist, come and talk to the Guarantee Board last week. And he pointed out we haven't had inflation at this level since the late 80s. Now, there won't be too many of our members that will have been working or running a business in the late 80s. So um, people don't necessarily have that experience. It's we're focusing on cash flow, flow focusing on margins, making sure your balance sheet's in order. That's the stuff to focus on. And if that's not your strength, get someone to help you work through that stuff. Use the elevator as a starting point. And maybe if you need a bit more help, then find someone that can help you through that. One of the things that has happened in the past uh, that people make the mistake of is, is just grabbing any work that's available if we start to see a downturn. And, and we probably will. And a correction is not a bad thing but a real slowdown is a problem. But where people just grab work and they're still not making margin, that is not going to help you. It's a bit like the sugar rush. Uh, you've got a bit of money, but it's going to come back and bite you. So focusing on the fundamentals, those are the key things. Um, uh, we've we've talked in the past around, you know, um, mates in construction and construction and we've got a good relationship there. That's another tool that people can use. And then the third tool is around understanding your legal position. You talked about Hazelton Law um, and a very good advice, advice there around what you need to do to make sure that you're in a good position legally. So think about those three things, your finances, 
the legal requirements and looking after yourself and your mates. Um, and, and if you do those three well, I think you're in a really good position. Spot on, David. And we've got uh, learning events planned that are coming up for master builders in all three of those areas that you've talked about. Um, And we'll communicate out to the members and make those available to them so they can uh, get some pro tips on how to help with those things as well. Indeed. Hey, David, thanks again for joining us on the Elevate podcast today. Always great to hear your thoughts and insights and uh, get some understanding of what the uh, team at Master Builders are are working on behind the scenes uh, to make it better for our members. So thanks very much. Absolute pleasure. Thanks, Ryan.